Absolutely delighted to welcome you all to this episode of my podcast, Little Mind Chats. Minds are little, not our thought. I'm your host, Siona. Well, 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 what day is it today? August 15th, and that's one of the most celebrated days here in India. India completes 73 years since it achieved its independence from the British. And so, it's our 74th Independence Day. This day is celebrated as a national holiday in India, symbolising the nation's independence after being ruled for 200 years by the British. On 15th August 1947, we got independence from them. Today, I choose to speak a few more important things like patriotism and ways to serve our country. To help us understand these subtle but important things, we have with us Brigadier Amar Deep Singh. He's an alumni of National Defence Academy, Pune, and the Indian Military Academy, Dehradun. He's a paratrooper and served in the Indian Army for 32 years before retirement. There's something cooler about him. He's fought in the Kargil War and even received an award can it get any more exciting than that? Yes, it can! He's a national level squash player, rider, cricketer and a skydiver. Hang on, a skydiver? My oh my, not one or two. He's done 137 para jumps and skydives. Phew, I mean that's a lot of para jumps and skydives. But you think that's all? then you're wrong, because now he's working as the CEO of a security company. Hello, Brigadier Amardeep Singh. Welcome to my podcast. Hello, Siona. Thank you for inviting me to be on your podcast today. It's my pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm very good. Thank you very much. That's great then, we're good to start. I'm very curious to know if Independence Day is still relevant after 73 years. Well, yes, it is and it shall continue to be relevant till times immemorial for the very simple reason that we attained our independence from the British on this day and we had our own constitution written thereafter and we became an independent country. Now, before I say anything else, let me run you through a little bit of our history. Alright? Okay, I'm very keen to hear about it. Now, before the British came, India was a huge land, but it was not one country. It was constituted of a number of princely states, kingdoms, big and small. But yes, what was common amongst all was the common culture and the value system and their beliefs, including religious beliefs. Alright, now when the British came, they initially came along with so many other Europeans and foreigners who used to come to trade with India. 
India is along with China the oldest civilization in the world. We were far advanced than anybody else in terms of so many things which included education, manufacturing and so on. Now if we talk of education, Nalanda University is still considered the oldest university in the world. It predates any other university. Oh, that's very good to know. Now, when the foreigners came, they came to trade. India was the producer of the best cloth in the world at that point of time. We had huge riches of gold, silver, diamonds and other precious stones which we used to trade. Oh! Along with that, we also used to trade and provide spices to the whole world. However, the British, they came and they established something which is known as the East India Company at Calcutta. And from there, they started expanding. Soon, they had eyes on the entire landmass because they realized that the wealth of this country is immense and they wanted to take as much as the wealth of the wealth as possible. So what they did, they slowly started creating presidencies or residences in the name of the King of England and they started ruling over us. We Indians have been a very peaceful nation and they did not really put up a fight. Why? Because there was no reason to fight. And unfortunately, the Britishers decided to rule upon India. And soon they became brutal, they became strict, and they became difficult. And they started mistreating the people of our country. This led to a thought process in the minds of the people that look, we do not even have the freedom to practice and to do what we want. And therefore, all these small and big kingdoms and kings and other princely states, they decided to get together and decided to revolt against the British and they wanted them to go and leave our country. This was a struggle which was there for a very long time. I'm sure you have heard of Mahatma Gandhi. Oh yes, I have. He also started this uh, movement whereby Quit India movement was started and Quit India was meant for the British. After a lot of struggle, on 15th of August 1947, the Britishers handed over the reins of our country to us. In the meantime, what had happened was that all the princely states had decided to get together and they agreed to form one country. And that is how India was born on 15th of August 1947 as an independent country. That is the significance of the Independence Day. Irrespective of which region these kingdoms and princely states were from, whether it was the eastern part of the country, the southern part of the country, the western or the northern, 
all put together everybody put their differences aside and they joined hands and we became an independent india on this day wow that must have been a struggle for our ancestors thanks for telling us this history why is patriotism linked with independence day is it not an everyday thing right it's a very good question siona that you have asked me well let me put it this way you know when we were different kingdoms small small kingdoms everybody was only worried about his own kingdom they weren't too worried about what was happening across the borders of their kingdom right whether those guys were better off than us whether they were living better whether they had some problems or whether they were happy we couldn't care less each one was thinking about his own self but once we all came together we put aside our differences of language of culture of food habits and we decided that we are one and we united and therefore we immediately decided that we must celebrate everything as one and therefore the question of patriotism comes in now before i answer that i must tell you what is patriotism patriotism is a feeling of love pride and happiness in being indian when i say indian i am talking of india otherwise to whichever country you belong to and feeling of pride of being of that country so if you are an indian and you know the kind of struggles we have gone through to achieve our independence i'm sure you would be proud of our ancestors our predecessors who have sacrificed so much to bring about peace and independence to our country that's why patriotism is linked with independence day that's so beautifully described thank you does it matter if i'm patriotic or not in my age what can we do to improve it oh all right but i would like to ask a counter question first how do you know that you are not patriotic now to answer this question let me ask you a few questions first thing is are you proud to be an indian yeah of course i am i'm sure you are all right so when you see the indian flag fluttering on a flag post somewhere do you feel happy do you feel proud i just feel peaceful and just a bit happy and proud as long as you're feeling happy to say it that means you are patriotic when you see the indian army people or you see a parade do you feel proud do you feel happy i feel like saluting those people oh wonderful and do you know why you feel like saluting those people because you respect them you are proud of them and that happens only because you are patriotic its patriotism doesn't mean that you go about shouting slogans it means that you are proud to be an indian and you like whatever is happening around you especially those people who do so much for your country's protection 
especially the armed forces. I am from the armed forces, so therefore I focus a little more this side. But then at the same time, you are highly patriotic if you're a doctor and you are taking care of the sick of our country. If you're a teacher, you are teaching the children of our country. If you're a government servant, you are providing the service whereby the administration of the country runs properly, right? Whether it is running the buses, the trains, or any any aspect of the government function. So, you are patriotic without even knowing that you are patriotic. Does that mean I'm patriotic too? Yes, you are. That is surprising. It's kind of funny, like, you don't know if you're patriotic or not, and then somebody just comes and tells you that you're patriotic. It's only a question of understanding what is patriotism. As I said, patriotism is taking pride in your country, being happy in your country, and doing everything which a good citizen should do to help develop the country. And I'm sure you're doing all that. But I'm sure I can do more. Good. You served so long in the army for our country. What's the proudest moment for you? Oh, well, every day that I spent in the service of my country was a day of pride for me. But then to be more specific to your question, which was the most proud moment for me, when I was chosen to go to war in the Kargil War and I was given a very, very important task wherein I had to set up a base to receive more troops who were supposed to go up. And uh, I was given four days time to set it up, but I was able to do it in just one day. I felt so proud. I felt so happy because my men, my officers who were under me, we were able to work so efficiently and we set it up in just one day instead of four. That is surprising. Like, they gave you so long, but you just finished it in quarter the time they gave you. Yes, so that is why it was a very proud moment for me. I think the proudest moment for me because that was such an important task. The entire war effort depended on it. If I could not do my job, maybe my men, the Indian Army, may not have had the kind of successes we had during Carpenter War. So therefore, I'm very proud of the fact that I was the one who was chosen to do that task and I was able to do it well within the given time. Jan, about how you got chosen, do they choose specific soldiers from the army when they're going into a war? Yes, you know, all the soldiers, all the men are trained to go to war. However, when certain very important assignments are supposed to be given, which have great significance, then they choose specific people whom they think are capable of delivering the results. That is why when I was chosen, I was extremely happy and it was a great and a proud moment for me. Wow, that's super inspiring. Thank you very much. What's the best way for us to serve our country when we grow up? Oh, wow. 
I must say, Yona, you are a very far-thinking young lady. And I have no doubts that whatever you do, when you grow up, you will be doing a great service to the country. Now, the question is, what is the best way for us to serve our country? Starting from now, you are a young girl who goes to school. Your first duty today onwards is to be sincere to your studies and to your physical well-being. Play hard, work hard, study hard. Along with that, be good children, be disciplined, listen to your parents, listen to your teachers. And when you grow up, choose your own profession and work hard towards it and achieve all the glory which will come with it. Because each and every one of us serve the nation when we choose to do what we want to do. If you're a doctor, well, you are taking care of the sick of the nation. That's serving the nation. If you're a teacher, as I said earlier, you're teaching the children to grow up into responsible adults. You want to become a sports person. You're going to win medals for the country. You're going to bring glory to the country. You want to become a chef, so be it. You shall be a well-known chef. You will be teaching people. You will be feeding the people and creating uh, new dishes, which again in itself is a great art. So as I said, no matter what profession you choose, do, do, do it sincerely and do it well. That is how you serve your country. Yeah, well... I want to become a zoologist when I grow up and to serve my country with my profession, I want to preserve the biodiversity in India. Wonderful. Wonderful. India is a country which definitely needs professionals who will preserve the biodiversity of the nation. For the one simple reason, we are a huge population. The pressure on the land is so much people are using up the natural resources and they are unmindful of what is right and what is wrong at times. So therefore, we need people. India is a great place. We have a very rich biodiversity. But if we do not take care, we will lose so many species of plants and animals and insects, which we should not. And therefore, I think it's a very, very noble profession that you are thinking of. You must become a, a conservationist after completing your studies with zoology. And I'm sure we will be seeing a lot more of you when you grow up in your chosen field. And you'll be doing a great service to the nation. Wonderful indeed. Thank you. I'm not sure about all you guys listening out there, but this interview has been one of the most inspirational one for me so far. Thanks so much for coming in and teaching a lesson or two about patriotism, Brigadier Amadeep Singh. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Yona. It was absolutely my pleasure to be on your podcast. And uh, if I have been able to contribute something positive, for you and your friends, well, it's a proud moment for me again. Then I wish you all the best 
good luck and god bless thank you for those of you who still haven't started there's still time for you to grow something and send in your entries by the 28th for our monthly competition grow your greens do not forget to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter Oh, and before we end this episode, here's a little note. Our next episode will be on Sunday the 23rd with another very interesting topic about space, universe and black holes. That brings us to the end of this episode. Bolo Bharat Mata Ki Jai! Bharat Mata Ki Jai!